When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, we are here with a Newcastle update, of course, joined by the fantastic Jake Jackman. You can find on Twitter at Jake Jackman with two N's, as well as finding his writings over at EPL Index. Jake, an absolute pleasure having you on, though it may not be for you, because the main thing that we have to touch on today is that Steve Bruce is the new manager of Newcastle United. What are your thoughts on that appointment? Yeah, you can't be anything other than underwhelmed um, by bringing in a manager that hasn't managed in the Premier League for a good number of years and has never really had a lot of success when he's been in the Premier League. I think he's got a, a win rate of, of just under 30% as a Premier League manager, which, yeah, it's not it's not in the leagues of the, the man he's replacing. So in that respect, it's disappointing. Um I can't really fault him for taking the job, uh, although I'm sure we'll come on to the way it's gone about it. It's been a little bit disappointing. Um, he, it's a big opportunity for him. It's obviously a local local uh, guy, comes from the area, uh, was born in Wall's End. So, yeah, he's, he, his, his dad was a, a, a diehard Newcastle fan. So there's a lot of positives for, for him to take the job. Obviously, he's, he wasn't going to be offered any other Premier League job in, in the near future. So, yeah, he, he's taken it. It's very similar to ones we've had before under Ashley. I think Benitez is going to go down as the sort of the, the outlier. Um, we obviously had Hewton, um, Pardew, McLaren, all of them. Sort of similar calibre of manager to Bruce. And, and obviously, he's now coming in now. Um shouldn't really be surprised by the appointment i think it's i think ashley sort of got tired of of benitez's um stubbornness and and the the constant whinging that was going on in the in the press and 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 that that wasn't meant to be as as a negative comment towards benitez he felt he did what he felt he needed to do to try and get what he wanted and he fought against ashley which nobody has done before which he deserves credit for and that's obviously why he's got that great relationship with the supporters but yeah i think it was a marriage that wasn't going to go on for long um, because as, as much as, as Mike Ashley was, was frustrating Benitez, I think it worked the other way as well. Um, and what Mike Ashley wants is, is a ma- somebody that can sort of take the team, just bring in the players that he wants to bring in, that, that the scouting team have highlighted, that players that are potential to, to be sold on for a profit. He doesn't want older players coming in, which was why Rondell never signed permanently. Um, so it was just a clash of clash of um, styles, really. Newcastle wants to be this, I guess, a stepping stone club. I think that's what Mike Ashley sees it. What he wants, he wants to be a Premier League club. He wants to be 
wants to be avoiding relegation every year, probably wants to be a little bit further up than that, probably wants to be safe safe in mid-table, but he, he wants to be able to bring players in and sell them on for a profit and, and ultimately make a profit out of Newcastle, whereas Benitez wanted to, to build a winning team. So for the supporters, there's only one winner, but sadly, we don't make the decisions. It's Mike Ashley and this is reflective of, of, of him wanting an easier ride from the, the person in, in the, the manager's hot seat. So I think if... If we go back to Benitez leaving, a move like this makes a lot of sense. Uh, the, the main surprise is that we've actually paid a, a fee to get a manager, uh, or, or we might not have done yet, but we're, we're going to have to pay. So yeah, that's the only surprising thing. But it's, it's not very, it's not a very good appointment, and it's it's not going to get the fans on board. Um, so they're going to have to do something else to do that uh, to really avoid these protests, and, and it might be too far down the line to to stop those from happening now. Yeah, specifically, why do you think he was selected? Is it just that he was cheap, which is being reported as one of the significant reasons? Yeah, I, I think it's one, he's cheap. What two, he's not going to cause massive fuss in the media. He's not going to stand up to, to Mike Ashley. He's not going to create a lot of problems. He's going to sort of just go about his job and, and be a be a yes man, for want of a better word. He's not going to, he's going to, he's going to toe the party line uh, and he's going to, yeah, he's not going to cause any problems like like Rafa did. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's why. Um, I think that the the club probably think he's he can he can manage in the Premier League. They probably think that he can succeed. Um, I don't think he's as hopeless as Steve McLaren, um, which which was the last appointment similar to this. I think he's got a little bit more about him. I think he's probably a better manager than that. I, I, a lot of people are praising how he is as a man manager. So maybe that that's an aspect. Um, of it, the, the the only thing that doesn't quite tally up for me is that a lot of what I was reading about what the 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 board wanted from a new manager was to have somebody that can coach players and and somebody that can sort of better the players you've got once you've got them. So sort of like what Rafa did, he really did add like an extra ten percent to every player. You could see the added value that the the, the work on the training ground was doing. Uh, and from what I've understood from the from people that have sources at the club is that they wanted a coach and another manager that could you know add do that on on the training ground and somebody that could be a good coach and i think if you're going to have the model that mike ashley wants as, as a selling club and uh, as a stepping stone and, and to bring in players allow them to thrive and sell them for a profit you need a coach that can to add quality to their game, and I'm not sure Steve Bruce really is that. Maybe that maybe Mike Ashley and Lee Charnley think that he is, but I'm not. I'm not too sure. I don't think he, he's ever really been that. I I, I saw an an interesting article that was brought back from from when he was at Sunderland, and even then, there there were people saying that he'd been left behind by the Times, and and that was in 2010. Like it's it's now 2019. <laughs> Surely if he was left behind then. It, he must be even further left behind now, but. Yeah, he, he did an okay job at Sheffield Wednesday for the short time he was there. Uh, I think they were one of the better teams in the championship last season after he was appointed. So maybe they've looked at that and thought that he can, he can do a steady job and that, that's all they want. I don't think they want somebody that can go on and, and challenge for the European places or challenge for trophies. I think they just want somebody that can keep the club in the Premier League and, and continually you know, developing these players to sell on. And, and they obviously think Steve Bruce is that guy. Yeah, you mentioned Sheffield Wednesday there. They certainly were not pleased to see their manager and some of their backroom staff head to Newcastle uh, so close to after he quote-unquote resigned. Um, they are basically promising legal action will take place 
Um, do you think that's expected or, or is an odd thing to be surrounding a manager just, you know, almost minutes after he was announced by the club? I think it's strange. Um, I can obviously see their point of view. They've they brought him in after a lot of personal problems for him with the stuff that went on with his parents, obviously passing away and he was in quite a bad place. And they, they took a chance on him and gave him that that time away before taking on the job. I think it was about a month after he was appointed that he actually took charge of his first game, which sort of showed the class that Sheffield Wednesday had and and, and they stood by him and, and gave him that opportunity to come back after the disappointing spell he had at Villa. They've obviously backed him as much as they could do um, with the transfer embargo they've got going on, the soft one that they can only really bring in freebies and loans. So they've obviously, and, and you know, they've obviously seen a long future with him and they've wanted to back him and, and they thought the relationship was, was there and they've probably been hurt by the way he's acted, the way he's, you know, from what I understand that he, he openly courted the Newcastle job. I think he made he made the call to the Newcastle and, and showed his interest in the job and, and then obviously later resigned. So I think a lot of this has been his own doing that he's he's wanted this job and he's he's engineered it so he can take it. So I think it's probably anger with with Bruce, um and that led to them probably asking for more compensation than than they perhaps could have got. And yeah, I think I think this stuff happens all the time. Though. I'm not sure they have a really a real legal foot to stand on with this. Obviously, there's contracts involved, but Newcastle are going to pay them some some money, uh, and I'm sure Newcastle wouldn't have made that announcement today if they weren't completely sure that they couldn't be, you know, any serious legal action can be taken. I'm I'm fairly certain it's all above board, and this thing happens all the time with managers resigning to take other jobs, especially lower lower down the football league. So yeah, I don't think there's going to be anything serious. I think it's sort of a pride issue for Sheffield Wednesday and that this has obviously hurt them and, and it's quite a lot of emotion in that statement they put out. But yeah, I think that it, it's all probably going to be be swept under the rug eventually. I think there's, there's probably going to be some money paid in it that will be at the end of it. I don't think there's going to be anything more serious than that. I'm, I, I'm fairly certain Mike Ashley, the, the way he conducts business, he probably has an excellent legal team. So I'm sure that this is all all above board and, and fine yeah and with the amount of money he's saving on wages of uh steve bruce he can probably afford the uh the money to sheffield wednesday for any yeah. fee that's agreed um there was a report today by people that work at sky sports it was not an official sky sports report it should be noted that uh steve bruce wasn't even a top 10 option for newcastle do you lend any weight to that claim or do you think it's kind of just uh, framing the hire uh, in a friendly way? It's the, the thing that's been really difficult about this this vacancy as the Newcastle managers, there's been a lot of managers linked uh, and I'm sure a lot of managers have been offered this position. Um, but I also think there's a lot of agents working for different people and, and with the takeover stuff and the interested parties, I think a lot, some of these managers that are approached maybe not by the current ownership of Newcastle which which makes it difficult um I can't imagine my cashiers 10 people that he'd prefer to be manager of Newcastle I, I don't think that's true maybe there was one or two I, I know Sam Allardyce has come out and said he got a call which you know if, if he's saying that and that must be true he, he has no reason to lie on that um but yeah I think I, I can't imagine there's 10 people ab- ab- above Steve Bruce for Mike Ashley. I'm, uh, but yeah, the, there was rumours coming out about Genesio from Lyon yesterday. Um, or, you know, the former Lyon coach. Um, he, he was he was linked. Um, but I think that was another another potential owner 
courting him rather than Mike Ashley. So yeah, it's been difficult to follow. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't think there, there were ten names on Mike Ashley's list. There might have been one or two. But yeah, I think Steve Bruce would have been firmly up there as the type of person he wants as as manager of his football club. Because of those reasons you mentioned earlier, like he'd just go with the floor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Um, Well, with him now officially the manager, none of those other names got hired. So it is indeed Steve Bruce. Um, What do you think he'll kind of bring tactically and which players do you think will thrive under the new system? It's going to be difficult. I can't... I can't see him going too far away from what Benitez was doing, just because that's what the, the players we've got suit that. I, I probably don't see us going three at the back again. Um, but we could do, I think his whole side did go three at the back for a little bit when he was there. So it's it's not beyond the realms of possibility. I think he's probably, it's going to be quite standard, boring tactics, probably a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-4-2 is something quite boring. And he's probably just going to hope that, yeah, that we've still got that defensive quality that we had last season which based on today's game we don't but i'm sure we'll get into that a little bit uh in a second but yeah that is I, I i'm not sure what to expect i don't think it's going to be very exciting and, and i don't think it's going to be as we're going to be as as tactically as sound as we were under benitez but i think that's a given considering that the the caliber of the two managers but yeah they, i think he's just going to it's going to be quite boring for two to be just chucking players out and hoping they'll they'll do a job and i don't think it's going to be too much I might be underselling him. He's 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 obviously a an okay coach to to have got the job that he's got and to have you know done what he, yeah. But I I don't know too much about his tactically. I just I just can't see it being too exciting. It's probably just going to be quite standard English British coaching. Probably, mm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, just to touch on a few players in particular, Matt Ritchie, of course, was shifted to left wing back last season um, under Benitez. Do you see that sticking, or do you think that was just kind of a circumstance under Benitez and that he will kind of return to an attacking role uh, under Steve Bruce. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm not too sure. I think that if he was, if Steve Bruce was clever, or based on the squad we currently have, even though we've lost Rondon and, and Perez, he, he would look at what happened last season and, and try and, keep that as much as he could so in that sense maybe he will but Richie's come out and spoken a lot about how he wants to play further forward and and he didn't particularly like the left wing back role so it might be that he is given a chance further up the pitch and losing Perez we don't obviously have a we don't have an obvious right winger um with Kennedy going as well this, this him and Perez were two that played out wide and they're not here anymore so it could be that that both of them 
that he, he gets opportunities further forward, which which is fair enough. Um, so yeah, it, it could it could it, it depends who we bring in and the the formation we play. But if if we do move away from the Benitez system, I I can't see him playing left back. So yeah, he's probably going to be given more of a chance further forward. But it, it all depends on the next couple of games in preseason, and, and it'll be interesting to see how Seabruce sort of lines the team up. Yeah, then also, if there is a formation change, you might not play three at the back anymore. Which two centre-backs do you think would have the best chance at sticking in a two? Uh, I think probably uh, LaSalle's and Shaw, probably, based on LaSalle's being the captain and Shaw just being obviously better Good. than, yeah. than the rest of rest of the, the the choices. And Lejeune's obviously out injured for a little bit longer, so he won't be back and... You got Clark and Fernandez, um, two players that might might feature. But yeah, he, the, the thing with Shaw is, I think he's a he's a player that could leave before the end of the transfer window. I've seen links to AC Milan with, with a, a fee of fifty million, which I thought was very very low. And if he's available for that, I'm not sure why why more clubs aren't interested in that 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 price. So I think he'd be an absolute bargain. Um, so a couple of Premier League clubs could should be looking at that price. But yeah, if he does go. I guess it leaves us with four centre backs, so we'd still have some sort of strength. But yeah, I, if if they all stay, I think it's got to be Shaw and Lascelles in a two. And if if it is a three, then you put Lejeune in there or Fernandez. Gotcha. You also um, mentioned Ayosa Perez, who has left um, immediately to Leicester, kind of as you predicted that as soon as Benitez went, he was one of the most likely options to go. Uh, you kind of mentioned Richie as one of the options there. Is there anybody else in house that could take up one of those wing roles? Um, no, <laughs> can't think of anybody <laughs> at the club that could play there apart from Richie. You, you've got Richie out there and Almiron, but yeah, it's two of those three. There's nobody else really that could, that can play there. You've got Rolando Aaron's coming back from loan, but I'm not sure he's that good. He's he's definitely not a Premier League player. You've got Jacob Murphy coming back that might get a few more chances, but yeah, I still don't think that he's somebody that we can look. For two as a starter so yeah I'd, I'd rather Richie played there than than any of the others other than Almiron gotcha well the the other position that definitely needs to be filled in the first team is the very large Venezuelan void left by Solomon Rondon who you mentioned uh, is re-teamed up with Benitez in China um, but a rare bit of good news for Newcastle at the moment is that it seems like you're linked with and could potentially be signing quite soon Joe Ellington from Hoffenheim a very good very talented forward uh assuming that this is true and you can you know kind of confirm or deny that what what does it mean to have a, a striker of that level potentially coming to the club and why do you think it's happening now in the midst of this kind of regime change yeah this is a strange one although it makes he's, he's been a player that's been linked from about January it's been a lot of links to him um saying that we were interested at, at quite a big fee, uh, around 40 million euros. Uh, they, they've been coming out of Germany for a while. Um, it sort of played down at the time, but I think it's probably because Rafa didn't want him. Uh, and I think that might be a reason for a lot of this sort of, the, the difficulty Newcastle have had in transfer windows under Benitez, is that he wants a certain player, or he wants certain players, and the club want completely different players and when with Rafa having the final say on on any transfer deal, it sort of it created this vacuum of 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 signings not being made. Um, 
and I think this is the type of there's no doubt in there's money at Newcastle and this is the type of player that, that the club wants to bring in somebody a young talented player that that has sell on value uh, and that can obviously improve the team at the time I think that's what Mike Ashley and and you know the recruitment team want to bring in but Benitez wanted to build a club and he wanted to bring in players for specific roles that he wanted to be carried out which is why Rondon turned out to be a really good signing for Benitez's team but would he have been so good under another manager probably not so it's weird um but yeah I think I think we're going to see more of this now that the club have, have got this the control over transfers and Steve Bruce isn't going to put up a fight. He's, he's obviously a very talented player. Wolves have been interested in him as well. Um, his goal record's not the best, but if you watch him, he's, he's got everything. He's, he looks perfect for the Premier League, sort of similar to Firmino for, for want of a better comparison. Um, obviously not that, that le- at that level, but he's got potential. Uh, and that the club are willing to go and pay this ridiculous fee for Newcastle it's almost double the the, the record for Almiron shows how highly he must be rated by our scouts and they obviously think that he can come in and do a, a really good job so it, it's a good signing it's just how bothered you know it, it's it's not going to get the fans too excited because we there's still that grieving going on for Benitez there's obviously that disappointment over Bruce it, I think that Mike Ashley and 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 Lee Charnley, the, the managing director, obviously think that these protests that are going on and, and this just general apathy in the fan base and anger, it, it can just be papered over with a few big signings. I, I think Joe Ellington's going to be the first, but I don't think he's going to be the last. Um, I think we, when we were last, when we discussed the Benitez uh, departure, there was that link to St. Maximum from, from Nice that we thought was strange, mm-hmm. but I think he's probably another player that the club would quite like to sign. Um, so oh, and then that might be one to yeah i think he, that i think that the fact that was that that link was made at that time suggests that he's he's on the on the radar of of the club and he wasn't on beneath this radar so that might be one that that happens over over the coming weeks as well that would be really yeah. interesting cuz he could play up front in a 2 or he could play out wide exactly i think it, it would be quite a good signing i think the problem with our recruitment is that uh, we had it before when we when we had that summer of signing Mitrovic, Wijnaldum, and Tel Telvin. It's just that they're obviously all very talented players, but we sign players based on their potential and rather than, than signing them for for how they would fit into our team. Like Telvin is obviously mm-hmm. a, a, an amazing player. We bought him for his ability and his potential, but we didn't really think about how he'd settle in English football. How he'd if he we could find a spot for him in the team or would he to really benefit suit? from that growth? You sold him exactly. before that growth happened. Which is why the Rondon signing, although his age and things like that, he perfectly fit into what Benitez wanted, which was why it's such a good signing. I just is does Steve Bruce even know who Jolington is? He might not. <laughs> like does it it's it was strange to see that it was often written about that it this would this signing would happen if Steve Bruce agreed to it but um, I think it probably was going to happen once we it, I think it the fact is being announced now when it's probably been done for a long time is that it's trying to decrease that that fan anger and, and show look our Steve Bruce is coming look he's already signed a player look at him he's a he's a really talented player like get get on board with what's going on which it's a bit like it's obvious PR to do it now, but yeah, it's, it's a really good signing, um, and it's an exciting one. But it's just I feel like there's there's got to be more to come, and even if we do bring in three or four really really good players that improve our first team, there's still gonna be that 
that anger there because this summer has has been terrible uh, and it's just strange that now they're willing to go and spend 40 million pounds or 40 million euros on a player why didn't they do that when Benitez was there it's it's strange it, it's it's strange it's difficult to really get excited about the season just because it, it's it should have been so different to this it's but yeah the, the signing on its own is, is a good one if it happens it's just strange yeah let's say with the optimism there <laughs> <laughs> towards the end and um regarding how likely it is he's been held out of his team's preseason activities now as he's discussing things with a Premier League club uh, what, what kind of timetable do you think this will get done on I can imagine it'll be quite, done quite quickly it, for a player to be left out of the squad for a transfer suggests that it's quite quite serious like it, it is it must be quite far down the line for this to be happening um because we've had it before where Wijnaldum has played a pre-season friendly and then a day later he was off to Liverpool. Things obviously moved quickly, but if it was so, you know, if it was so progressed at that point, why did he play the friendly? So it, I, I feel like it must be close to being done. So yeah, it's probably going to be one that, that that might be done by the end of the week. Um, so yeah, it, it, we, you know, there's only three weeks left of the transfer window. We've signed nobody and we've lost our two top scorers from last season. So we're going to have to do things quickly. And this can't be our one deal. There's got to be more to follow. So the the club don't have time to, they, they're in a problem with their own make and we don't have time to sit around and, and haggle over fees. Now we're just going to have to go out and get players in and get some sort of a team ready for that first game of the season against Arsenal. Um yeah, it's, it's, it's just got to happen. And and obviously what has happened with, with Benitez leaving and, and Bruce coming in and, and even the space between Benitez leaving and Bruce coming in is 17 days. Like it's a lot of time lost. So it now we've just got to, to get a team sort of ready for Arsenal. And obviously we're not going to be, we're not going to be at our best at the start of the season. It's, it's going to take time. We're, we're probably not going to, you know, we've left things too late to be ready for that first game, but we're just going to have to get players in and hope it all meshes well. Um, and But yeah, I, I, it's got to be done quickly and there's got to be more to follow. Mm. Definitely interesting stuff. I thought about bringing up the, the game in China and the fan protest there, but that's just old news, just in a new place. Uh, so we'll leave on a fairly positive note with Joel Anton, likely about to sign for Newcastle United. Uh, Jake, an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Tell the folks where they can find you. Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at Jake Jeffman with two N's. Uh, I write for EPL Index and feature on the Championship Show. We've got a lot of preview and stuff coming out over there over the next few weeks. So check that out. Fantastic. Nice chatting again. Congratulations on likely signing a fantastic player. Less congratulations on signing a just okay manager, and I'm sure we'll speak soon. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.